When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Hope everyone's having a great week. It's a wonderful week here in New York City. And again, uh, we hope everyone is being productive and having a prosperous week in their business. Again, if you're new to Sustainable Success, you can find us at, at the Voice America Influencers channel, but also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find all the past episodes of our many great guests where you can listen in and grab critical information that can help in your business as well as your personal life as well. Again, sustainable success is about both life and business as one. So uh, come free to uh, stop by and say hi, Sustainable Success 2017. Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, or also known as the EFA Movement. They can be found at www.efamovement.org, and this is an organization that is providing sustainable solutions to improve the father-son bonding process as a way to develop our future leaders, not only in our communities, but also in our homes and our business. And they're doing great things with not only uh, boys and their fathers, but also with daughters and fathers, daughters and mothers, mothers and sons, and so forth. A great organization. Check them out again www.efamovement.org. Today, we're going to be talking about the three keys to sustained success in life and business. I mean, this is really true to my heart. I love life and business because I look at it as one, and our guest uh, today also does the same. Uh, Our guest today is going to be Elizabeth Clayman, and before I introduce her, I just want to give a brief background about her. Elizabeth is a military wife, mother of three, grandmother of two, animal lover, and a motorcycle enthusiast. She holds a bachelor's degree in holistic nutrition and and a master's in naturopathic medicine from Clayton College of Health. She also studied psychology at Louisiana Baptist University in Shreveport, Louisiana. She has been speaking, educating, coaching, and consulting for more than 20 years at natural health conferences, women's groups, and Christian organizations. She shares her survivor story, how she was healed of chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, and autoimmune illness, and multiple disabling injuries from an auto semi-accident that left her bedridden for 12 years. And I'm sure she'll be bringing and sharing that story because it always helps other people that may be in similar situations. She's also the owner and operator of Clayman Natural Health, a health and wellness coach, an online educator, public speaker, and a frequent podcast co-host. Without further ado, we welcome Elizabeth to the show. How are you doing, Elizabeth? I'm doing great. Loving this uh, fall weather with the cool crisp air and all the fall leaves and everything. It's just wonderful. Can't complain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I can relate. I'm a fe- fellow East Coaster here uh, between New England. I'm actually in Connecticut, an hour outside of New York City. That's where I reside. So, Absolutely, you can see the beautiful colors out there, and it should be, you know, here in a few weeks, it'll be Thanksgiving. God, it goes quick, and it'll be Christmas. But I wanted to get, you know, I really wanted to talk about this subject today. You know, you know, when a lot of the people that tune in to Sustainable Success 
each week understand that life and business is a balance. And finding sustainable success in those areas can be quite challenging. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, you talk about, you know, not allowing anyone to determine your value or value or message when it comes to success. I'd like you to elaborate in this particular segment of what, you know, what what it takes to sustain success in life and business. Well, it takes um, having a work-life balance. And in order to do that, you've got to determine what your values are and you've got to hold back to those values. And I know for me, having, um, I've run, I've had multiple businesses throughout my life. I'm what I call a serial entrepreneur. I have been an entrepreneur since I was 13 years old. <laughs> I had my wow. first business at 13. So I think it's just really, sometimes it's just something, a mindset, it's just something in, in you that you feel like you just want to be your own boss and run your own business. But I know there's been a lot of times that I've let my business overtake my life or my life overtake my business. And I've learned that you've got to balance the two. So I have to set myself a schedule. I do a weekly schedule, a monthly schedule, and a yearly schedule where I know what I'm going to be doing, what I've got going on, and I can make and I can balance out between what I need to do for my business to keep my business growing and healthy, but also to keep my family happy and healthy too. That's fabulous. So, you know, talk a little bit about that again. You know, we, we talk about, you know, you know, value, right? You know, and a lot of us have dreams and ambitions, but a lot of times we we get caught up in other people's agenda or not that they're trying to direct our lives, but we just get caught up in other things that really don't define our inner calling. And it's because, you know, life and business can get in the way. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's, you know, it's a tug of war. So talk a little bit about from your experience you know, about, you know, key, you know, things that you went through in that particular area and then what were some ways that you were able to get yourself out and find a, a more sustainable solution? Well, I know when I first started out in business, especially when my, my children were younger, I um, spent a lot of time on the phone and a lot of time running, just running, running, running after business appointments and everything else. And I let I didn't even realize at the time how much my business was invading my life. And a lot of times for entrepreneurs, that's the case because we have our own, our business is usually in our home a lot of times. We don't go to a location and work a nine to five. We have, you know, we have to balance the two things. And so I had to determine what was most important to me, what I needed to get accomplished in my business. And what was most important to me with my family, and then try to try to make a balance between those two. And something that I didn't do early on was self care. I didn't really take care of time for me, for myself, just to time for me to de stress and relax, which makes a huge impact on your business and on and on your family as well. Because if you're constantly stressed out and running, then your family is constantly stressed out and your business is not going to be what you want it to be. So you have to determine what your own values are and what is important to you and then how you're going to manage those and don't let anybody else tell you what your your message and what your values should be. You've got to be able to say this. It right now at this point stage in my life, when my kids were younger, it was really important for me to 
be at their their sports events and their um, their school activities and all of those kind of things. So I had to set up office hours for myself because I found that I was on the phone while they're in their soccer practice and everything, and I needed to be paying attention to what they were doing. So you've got to determine what your values are, and then you've got to determine the value in your message and the message that you're not only that you're sending to your clients, but that you're sending to your family as well. Because your family picks up on that, that her business is more important than I am. Are their clients are picking up on, well, she's too distracted by family things to do with the things that I need her to do. So I set up office hours. I keep two separate phones. When I'm not working, I turn my office phone off and let it go to voicemail so that I can keep a balance and keep healthy values in, between my family and my life and my business. No, that, that's definitely true. I mean, again, you know, setting, you know, determining your values and valuing them and, you know, and finding that balance. I mean, it's so, so important. I mean, what would you recommend if there is somebody, you know, that's listening that they understand on some level that what their values are, but they just can't seem to really follow it like or like enough to kind of live it? And again, they get caught up and get to, you know, you know, caught up in these different things. I mean, what would you say would be, you know, would would you recommend that they do to really, really look at their values and really so they could truly understand? They may have some idea, but they're they're just kind of like not in tune with it. Right. I would say, um, you know, sit down and make out a list of what your core values are, what what's important to you, what do you want to accomplish. And you need to do that in your family life, in your work life, and in your personal life. And I have a notebook that I keep, and I keep my notes. And what I, what I want my core values to be for my business, for my family, and for my personal life every year. And I sit down and I reassess that every month to see where I'm at and how I'm doing. I define my vision. I define what the purpose I want for myself, my family, and my business to be. What am I trying to accomplish? Um, and, and what am I willing to invest to accomplish that? So sitting, writing things down is extremely important because once you get it on paper, it becomes clearer and it becomes a a path that you can follow. So that's something very important that I do at the beginning of every quarter. I sit down and make out um, what I want to accomplish and what my values are going to be, what I'm going to do for each quarter, and then I reassess that every week to see where I'm at and where I need to go and how I need to make adjustments. And then you need to be sure to make set up office hours. Say, I'm going to take calls from... 8 to 3 on Mondays and Wednesdays and I'm going to do um, I'm going to do family activities from 3 to 7 on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Be sure to set up a schedule and know what you're going to do. Sometimes you're going to have to be flexible and it's going to change, but you want to be able to have those things and have them written down and reassess them often to see where you're at where you're headed, if you're on the right path, or if you need to make some changes. Gotcha. And and like I said, I mean, I know somebody like myself, you know, I, 
was so confused when I was, you know, I wrote an, I wrote an international best-selling book in this area called Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. And it was at a time I remember before I, when I was operating in the problem rather than the solution, while I had some idea of who, who I was and what my values are, I, I, I felt like I, I was trying to be someone that I wasn't. I was, you know, taking on somebody else's values, meaning that if I did, I would be accepted or be valued by some, you know, a group of people or some organization I thought that would, you know, help propel my career or, you know, my personal life, whatever the case may be. What would you say to people? I mean, we've—I know we've talked a little bit about this already, but like, what would you say for people in those situations? Because there's a lot of times that people think they're operating from within, but they're really operating from outside themselves. You have to decide what makes you happy, and what are you? What are you trying to accomplish? What is it that you want to do with your life? I know for a long time I let other people tell me the worth of my values. I knew what I wanted and I knew the direction I wanted to go, but I let other people influence me by going, oh, you don't want to do that. Oh, you don't want to go there. Oh, that's that. you're not going to make any money doing that. And I had to really, setting boundaries is extremely important. You've got to evaluate yourself and evaluate what you want. And I do that by writing down, and I keep a journal, and I write down, in my journal, the things that are important to me are things that I hear or things that speak to me that, um, that make me think about who I want to be and what it is I want to accomplish. What kind of a legacy do I want to leave? And then I don't let other people interfere with that, and especially the naysayers, and there are plenty of them out there. And there's always somebody that's going to tell you, oh, you don't need to be doing that or you need to be doing this or something else. And an example of that is when I first came out of high school, I went into elementary education. I had no desire to be in elementary education. That was not what I wanted to do. It was not my calling, but it was what someone else wanted me to do and what they thought I would be good at. And I realized real quickly that that was not my path in life. That was not the direction that I needed to go. And I dropped out of school and started down my own path. And you have to be able to set boundaries. You've got to say, this is my values and this is what I'm going to do. And if you like it or you don't like it or you think it's good or it's not, that's your problem. I have to be able to be happy with my choices and not let someone else determine for me what the value of my choices are. Wow, that's very powerful. Yeah, very, very powerful. And I think it's so helpful. We have a we have about a minute and a half till break, uh, Elizabeth. I just wanted to see if you know for the listeners just to sum up what we just talked about, just like a, you know, really specific summary of what we just talked about, why why really listening and knowing our values is so important to find sustainable success in life and business. You have to be able to make a determination of what you want out of life. Because what you want out of life might not be the same thing someone else wants. And it might not, what your dream is might not be the dream of someone else. And you have all these naysayers. And I know it's really important for me. I read a book called Boundaries. And it really helped me open my eyes and realize that I can tell people, no, this is not what I want to do. And so I do, I sit down every morning and I, I do a, a Bible study 
and I have a prayer time, and it's my time, and I write in my in my journal, and I determine what my values are and what I want to accomplish with my life. And then that grounds me to be able to tell other people who are trying to have their input into my life and tell me what they think I should do. No, this is not my values, because my values and my choices come from a very specific place. Great. Well, that is fantastic. A great summary. Again, you're listening to Elizabeth Clayman. Uh, again, we're uh, discussing three keys to sustained success in life and business. And you're going to be learning more about this subject here when we come back of the break. And also later where you could find Elizabeth to find out more information where she can help you in this particular area. You're listening to the Sustainable Success radio show via Voice America Influencer Channel. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Here, here we're talking with Elizabeth Clayman, three keys to sustained success in life and business. If you're just joining us, we uh, had spent the first segment talking about the first key. 
And that is not allowing anyone to determine your value or the value of your message, being true to yourself. And many times we get caught up in other people's uh, intentions or agenda. So it was uh, some valuable information. And again, you'll be able to hear it on the on-demand version that will be available later today. So uh, moving on to the second key, Elizabeth, and this is something that happens quite often. And this is an area that I know very, very well because I coach people in this area. When people are looking to obtain success in their, whether in their personal life and their business or all both, many times distractions get in the way. Talk about what these distractions can be. How do we go about eliminating them? And what kind of mindset should one have to operate free of distractions? Distractions are one of the easiest things, especially when you're um, in your own business or you're trying to sustain success in, in a business or in your life. Distractions come from everywhere. They're like little gremlins. They just pop up everywhere. And they can be anything from thoughts that pop up in our head, oh, I've got to do this or I've got to do that, I've got to do something else, to um, somebody coming in and interrupting. I know I was writing a chapter for a book that I'm doing, and I sent it to the editor, and the editor came back and said, I don't understand what you meant. And I went back and looked and went, I didn't either. So it probably means that a distraction came in in the middle of that sentence, because I don't know what I was trying to say either. So distractions pop up from everywhere, and you have to make yourself mindful of those distractions so that you know the things that distract you and you know how to take control of those distractions and clear the clutter out of your life. For me, that means having my own office. I have to have an office space that I can shut it off from the rest of the world. I can close the door. I can say, no interruptions. I'm busy. I'm working. I'm doing a lot of writing right now. I've got a lot of books coming out in the next six months. So I have to be able to shut myself off into my own space and be able to just focus on what it is that I'm doing. Because if I try to do that in another area or another space, those distractions come up and they, they get in my way. I've got to clear the clutter. I have to have my, my desk has got to be clean. I've got to have my head clear. I can't have a lot of noise going on in the background, a lot of, you know, different music going on in the background. You've got to be able to focus in on what it is that you're doing and eliminate those things that are external and even internal for that matter from distracting you from the course that you're on. And I tell people all the time that they have to be clear and precise about their goals. What is it that you want to accomplish today? So, for example, when I'm writing my books, if I want to write 2,000 words today, then I know I need to block out this much time. I've got to shut off the ringers on the phone. I've got to shut off the, the dings and the pings and all those things from Facebook and all of that. All of that has to go away so that I can just focus in on what it is that I've got to do and I can be clear and precise about what it is that I'm going to do and what I'm going to accomplish in this time. And I do that. I'm very much a schedule person. I like to have a schedule. I like to have it written down on paper. And I write it in pencil because sometimes things come up and I have to make adjustments. But you've got to be clear and precise about what your goals are for each day and each week and each month and then follow through on those and shut out all 
of the noise. At least that's what I have to do to accomplish the things I've got to do. Gotcha. Well, I have a series of questions that relate to when you talk about the distractions and then also, you know, having a plan or a strategy and something I'm very big on that I do with my clients. So when you're looking at distractions, right, these are things that happen every day. And, you know, it could be social media, it could be phones ringing, uh, whatever the case may be. What are some techniques or dip exercises, when I say exercise, not like exercising, but certain types of things that people can do to learn how to offset distractions or be more present internally? One thing that I do, and I, I tell people this, and this is one of the things I teach in my um, stress workshop in de-stressing, is the first page of my iPad and my phone, whatever it is that you pick up in the morning, my first page has no um, apps on it. It has nothing but a saying or a scripture or a poem, something that helps me be calm and centered so that I don't pick up that phone in the first thing in the morning and see that I have 27 emails and 26 Facebook notices and 12 um, IMs on there because that all of a sudden gets my day started off stressful. Because I'm thinking, I got to take care of this and I got to take care of that. I got to. I stop and center myself, and I read that poem or that scripture or whatever it is that I have on there, and I take that time to just take some breaths before I scroll over to the next page where all of those things are. When I set out time to write, or I set out time to um, to work on my um, work with a client or something, I turn those things off. I shut the ringer on my phone off. I even sometimes leave my phone in the other room. I let calls go to voicemail. It doesn't hurt for somebody to leave a message and you to call back. So I try to be very particular about what I let come in to my my workspace. My workspace is my sacred space. And so I try to be very intentional about what comes in and I try to focus on whatever the tasks are that I have to do that day. And I sit down, like I said, I'm big on writing things down. I sit down and make a schedule. And I will tell my husband, I'm going to be writing from 10 to noon today. So he knows that unless there's an emergency, don't bother me. You know, I'm, I'm I'm in my space. I'm in my head. I try to clear out any external noise that's going on. Um, if if somebody's at home and I'm not here by myself, I try to make sure that I, they turn the TV down if they're watching TV or they put their headphones on if they're on online or something so that I can shut out all of those distractions and I can clear all that clutter. And I, I have to start my day very intentionally. I start my day with a routine and I have to have a routine. That's just really important for me and I really encourage my clients to do that as well, to have a routine and set out and set out to be intentional in each thing that you do every day so that you can focus on what needs to get accomplished and not be worried. I know so many people that I work with are, well, I've got to have this done by this and I've got a deadline by here and this client needs this and this person needs this. You have to be intentional 
and you have to set out and intentionally make out a schedule of when you're going to take care of those things. If not, you're running around, as we used to say in the South, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off and you're not getting anything done because you're trying to do too many things at one time. So you've got to be precise and you've got to make sure that you have a clear plan and the right motivation for what you're going to get done and set out and make a schedule and stick to that schedule as much as is possible. You made an interesting point. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, you know, you know, having a plan is so, so important. And because otherwise, you know, if you don't have a plan, you're not going to be structured. So, you talked a little bit about some routines, too, and I, I wanted to just touch a little bit about that, why that's so important, having a routine. And, you know, because, again, you know, people could have routines, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're always productive or good for you. So talk a little bit about, like, some things that, like, some good habits and disciplines. I mean, I, I'll tell you mine, and then you could maybe fill in and talk about why, you know, yours or a little bit of what you've already talked about and why somebody can find it within themselves to incorporate this, because this will help set a foundation for success. You know, I wake up every morning at 4.30 in the morning, no matter what time I go to bed, uh, but I still go to bed at, you know, 9 o'clock, 9.30, so I get a decent night's sleep. But I wake up, and the first thing I do is make my bed. It gets my head set in the right direction, organized, and then I go down and I meditate for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, be laser-focused on my breath, focused on being present, letting thoughts go in and out. And then I journal. I write down what, what immediately comes to my mind. I don't overanalyze, overthink. And then from there, I'll, uh, you know, I'll go to the gym. I'll do some resistance and cardio work routine. Then I come back, eat a healthy breakfast, and then read a chapter out of a personal development or a business book. And then I get into I shower and then get into my day of what those daily tasks that are most important. Talk about why... You know, maybe, you know, you can use your routine or talk about why, again, that routine is so important to build that foundation for sustainability in life and business. It is. It is extremely important to have a routine. And I've always tried to set out and have a routine. And the routine changes over the years. I, on the other hand, am not a morning person. So my routine is, is you know, on a different level than your what yours is, you say 4.30 in the morning, my brain goes, oh, can't think at 4.30 in the morning. So I am much more uh, get up around 7.30, in the morning, and my routine is to get my coffee, to do my Bible study, I have my prayer time, I have my meditation time, and my devotion time, and then I like you said, eat a healthy breakfast. I exercise later in the day, so I set out around my lunch hour to do my exercise. So I have to set out my time. So in the morning, my time is usually dedicated to writing. Um, like I said, I'm doing a lot of writing right now. I've got a lot of books coming out um, in the next six months. So my morning time is dedicated to a lot of writing. I set out and I write my schedule out every day. Um, I usually see clients in the afternoon. I take out my time in the middle of the day to do some exercise, to have lunch, and to um, do some meditation and get back centered into what I need to do. And then I see clients in the afternoon. And then in the, um, and then on Fridays, I always try to leave my Fridays open. 
Fridays are my what I call my catch-up day. I use that day if there's something I missed during the week, something I didn't get to. I know especially when my children were at home, because we homeschooled our kids, and so our mornings were set aside for homeschooling, and we didn't take any phone calls. We didn't do anything else. But I focused on homeschooling the children. And then at lunch, we had lunch. They went off and did their independent studies in the afternoon, and I was able to dedicate that time to my business. So you have to, it depends on whatever stage in life you're at, too. It really makes a big difference in what you've got to accomplish um, on a daily basis. I work four days a week, Monday through Thursday. And I use Friday to catch up on my social media and my emails and things like that so that I don't try to do everything all in one day. Because I know a lot of people are constantly picking up social media and checking their social media or checking their emails, and that distracts you from the other things you need to get done. So you've got to start and you've got to be able to balance and center yourself at the beginning of the day and evaluate your values and what you want to accomplish that day. And that is extremely important to get to be able to sustain not only success in life and business, but to sustain your mental health. Because if you're jumping all over the place and trying to do five things or ten things at once, you're not centered and you're frantic and chaotic and you don't get anything done when you're in that kind of a headspace. Yeah, it makes it makes total sense. It's so important. So listeners, if you are listening, you know, definitely take uh, Elizabeth's advice and uh, words of wisdom to heart. You know, again, you know, having a routine that is productive and efficient, not only for your business, but also good for your well-being, because without your well-being, you can't have sustainability in anything. So it's so Absolutely. important to have some of these habits and disciplines in place so that you're able to obviously, uh, you know, uh, sustain going forward, whatever's important to you. Uh, Elizabeth, we have less than a, uh, like a minute to, to our break, but just again, to summarize again, the key points of what we discussed here in the second segment. Um, just clearing the clutter, being sure that you turn off all those distractions, that you have a place you can go that is your space, that you can section yourself off and concentrate on what you need to do. Make a plan. Have a routine that centers you, especially first thing in the morning. And then go back again in the middle of the day and, and make sure that you're centered and that you're on track for what you need to do for that day, that you're accomplishing the things that you need to get done. And writing it down is so important so that you can make sure you are getting the things accomplished that you need to do and you're not having all those distractions with social media and email and everything going off all the time. People's phones constantly pinging. I don't know how they keep their sanity with all that going on. Great. Well, that is wonderful. So, again, again, you take these uh, key points to heart. Again, you're listening to Elizabeth Clayman. We're on the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Three keys to sustain success in life and business. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're here with Elizabeth Clayman talking about the three keys to sustained success in life and business. If you're just joining us, we've been talking already about the two keys to sustained success, and that's uh, not allowing anyone to determine your value, know your value, learning how to operate free of distractions, clear the clutter, have a clear mindset. These are very, very important parts to having sustainability and success in life and business. So getting to the third key, you know, this is something that a lot of times, Elizabeth, you know, especially when people are facing setbacks and challenges. And these are things that are are going to happen. Life happens, right? And it's how we deal with it. So this is where resilience really plays an important role. And and no matter if this applies to an entrepreneur or even a a business in general, you know, even a corporation, talk about the importance of resilience and perhaps maybe share something personal from your life that really exemplifies that. Resilience is key. You have to be able to come back. You have to be able to bounce back. You've got to have the ability to adapt well and overcome quickly when stress or adversity or trauma or tragedy comes up. And you never know when that's going to happen. And I know for me in my life, I've had a couple of instances where I've had to 
completely reevaluate my life. And you mentioned in the beginning um, in my bio about the auto accident we were in, I had my plan all down. I knew what I was doing. I had finished my degree. I had rented out an office space, and I was going to start seeing clients, and I was all ready to go. And we had a car accident with a semi-truck that was absolutely caused by the semi-truck. It was his fault. But that accident left me with injuries that disabled me and left me essentially bedridden for 12 years. So my whole plan got completely derailed. And people ask me all the time, well, how did you come back from that? Or why did you come back from that? If you've been in bed for 12 years, why don't you just stay there? And I just don't quit. I know I have a plan and a purpose. I know that I have a message, and I know that that mess becomes part of my message. And so I just had to determine every day that I was going to do whatever it took for a long time to get through that day. I ended up sustaining having to have seven surgeries to get me back on my feet, and I just decided that I was going to I was gonna. I was not gonna let anything keep me from pursuing my dreams and my goals. And my dreams and my goals for my life was to be an author, and to be a speaker, and to be a life coach. And I was going to. I was gonna do that, but I had to do it one day at a time. So you have to be able to adapt. You never know when life is gonna throw you a curveball, and that curveball could be something that is as simple as stress just overwhelms you and you can't function because of the stress or something as bad as the trauma that I sustained or a death in the family, adversity, anything that that comes up against you that tries to stop you in your tracks and you just have to determine that I'm going to take a minute and reevaluate. My minute lasted longer than a minute. But I had to reevaluate what are my goals, what's important to me, what do I feel like that my message is, and how am I still going to accomplish that. And instead of opening that office, I had to cancel that contract on that office and go home, and I had to figure out a different way to do business and a different way to accomplish the things I wanted to accomplish and to get my my goals accomplished. And you've got to be flexible because life happens. Life happens to all of us, and we have to be able to be flexible, and we have to be able to reevaluate our goals. And that's why I say write down what it is you want to accomplish, but like I do, write it in pencil because I might not be able to get it all done this week. That's why I take Fridays as my as my catch-up day. So you've got to be able to be resilient and come back because life hits us all, and we all come up against adversity, and we have to be able to bounce back from that. No, so true, so true. And, you know, it's such a hard thing for a lot of people because you know, when they have setbacks, you talked about being bedridden for 12 years. I mean, that is... It's a long time, and 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 a lot of you know things you know over time can really weigh down on you. But but if your values and your and your mission and and what what your what your purpose is, and if it's burning inside of you, you'll always find a way to make that happen. So you know, talk yeah. about you know you talk a little bit about timing is everything, and talk about like an, how that is important because like in this case, 
you know, you were bedridden for 12 years, right? You wasn't, you know, there was pockets of time where maybe you could do certain things, but not much. So maybe there was, there was, there were certain things that you needed to learn or that you now were able to, when the time was right, that it was the right time to really, you know, bring more value to people. So talk a little bit about that. It is. It's so important. The timing, you have to realize that you might have a goal and a plan set in your life, but it might not be the right time. It might not, the, the person that you're supposed to reach is not ready to hear that message yet. Your mess, that message is not ready to go out into the world yet. And that, and you've got to wait on the timing. And I know for me, I was ready to run out as soon as I got my degree and conquer the world, but that wasn't the timing. And I needed um, to be flexible enough to know that I had to learn from my circumstances. And I, and that I apply to my business every day. I apply the, the lessons that I learned during that 12 years to my business every day. And until I had the right mindset, because I was just going through life, getting through. I was just in pain, surgeries after surgeries, and I was just getting through every day until I came to that last surgery in December of 2014. And I just looked at my husband and I said, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I changed my mindset. And I decided that I'm going to do this my way. I'm not going to do this the doctor's way. I'm not going to do this anybody else's way. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change how I think. I'm going to change what I'm eating, what I'm, what I'm taking medically, med- medicine-wise, what I'm doing every day. I'm going to make a change. And I had to change my mindset and until I was ready, until the time was right for me to make that change, I couldn't make it. It wasn't time. It, it just, everything happens for a reason, and everything happens in a season. And until I was through that season and I was ready to, to get up out of that bed and say, I'm going to do this. And people ask me all the time, how did you do that? How did you go from 12 years of being in bed? And like you said, I, there were periods of time when I could do things, but I got up and I sat up in a chair for 30 minutes and then I laid back down and then I got up and I stood up and walked around for 30 minutes and I sat back down in a chair. It's baby steps and you have to know that you're not going to go from zero to 120 miles an hour in a day. It's everything is a baby step. When you start a business, when you're, you're in the process of living your life, when you're in a recovery like I was, you've got to take steps and you cannot go from zero to a hundred in 30 seconds. We're not race cars. That's not how life is designed. You have to, everything has to be done in the right time and when the time is, is set for it to be accomplished. And you have to have the right mindset. And until I had the right mindset that I was going to do whatever it took, to get to where I wanted to be, then it, it just was it just doesn't happen. So you have to just yeah. you have to go slowly and take it little by little. No, it's so powerful. So you know, you talk about obviously you know patience. You know, patience patience is sometimes very hard for people. You know, talk a little yes. bit about you know the patience that you had. You know, going through that time. You know, you talk about mindset. Mindset plays an important role with that. But, you know, somebody might be hearing that and saying, oh, okay, I can understand everything they've heard so far. But 
Discuss why, like, uh, you know, why patience is so important or maybe even gratitude as it comes into this. Gratitude is, is huge and it's a, a huge part of it because I was thankful just to still be alive. I was thankful to be able to still be a mother to my children and a wife to my husband, even though I wasn't accomplishing my, um, my work goals and my um, business goals. I was happy that I was still here. So gratitude is a huge part of it. We have to sometimes look for the things to be grateful for because sometimes they're not always really obvious. And we can get stuck in the negativity of going, well, I should be have a practice by now. I should have this many clients by now. And so we have to focus on the positive. And patience, patience is a tough one. I'm not a very patient person. I don't sit back and, and, uh, and deal with things very easily. I'm more of put your head down and just push forward and make things happen. But I had to be patient to give my body time to heal because I was so injured that my it took that long for my body to heal and it took that many surgeries for them to put me back together to heal. So sometimes we have to understand that this might not be our time and we need to be learning from the season that we're in. So I needed to be learning things about healing and about natural health and about healing the body, which is what I do with naturopathic medicine and, and healing naturally. And that doesn't always happen quickly. We live in a microwave society where we want everything in 30 seconds. And that's not always how it happens. Everything doesn't just, I can't pop a pill and make it all better. I have to go through the process. And I have to be patient and wait on the timing for when the timing is right. And for me, the timing for me to start wasn't until December, wasn't until March of 2017. I've been back on my feet and doing this. It's been almost two years now. And it's been a long, hard struggle because I went from being established to 12 years of being obscure and not in the not out in the public and not out in the workforce and then having to reestablish myself. And I'm just now getting back to that. That's taken a lot of patience and that is very hard to realize that you can't make it happen any faster than it's supposed to happen. No, absolutely. I mean, it's so powerful that, you know, why gratitude plays an important role in, in, in patience. Cause here, you know, 12 years, and, you know, now that, you know, that you're back in, you know, in, in your, you know, your mode, so to speak, that, you know, you've, you could take that experience and be able to turn it into something positive that can truly impact other people like you're impacting people here today on the show. So it's so powerful. And so I'd like you to do, you know, just, you know, again, you know, resilience is so important. Timing is so important. Being patient is so important. You know, talk a little bit about why it's important because we have just a few minutes. You know, why about about actually, yeah, about a minute actually. Just sum up why all of these together really, really bring this full circle: resilience, patience, gratitude, and why this brings in brings this full circle for the three keys to sustain success in life and business. Because you have to be balanced. Life is all about balance. And if you don't keep a healthy balance between work and, and life and family, 
and you need to be, you need to have a balance. I tell people to heal, you need to heal mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually because we need to be a balanced person to be optimally whole. And we, if we're off in one area, that throws the other areas out of our life, out of, out of balance for our life. So you need to have those three keys to success and to sustain success in business and life so that you can have a balanced life, you can have a healthy life, and you can, you can accomplish the things that you were put here to accomplish. Because if you're just bouncing all over the place all the time and you're trying to make things happen before the time is right for them to happen, we end up out of balance. And when we're out of balance, we're unhappy, we're stressed out, and we end up not accomplishing the things that we were meant to accomplish. Wow. Awesome. So powerful. Again, folks, you're listening to Elizabeth Clayman, Three Keys to Sustain Success in Life and Business. So, Elizabeth, you know, we're just getting to the end of the show, and I would really, you know, the audience would like to know a little bit more where they can find you, what you're up to, and anything that you could offer for them. I am um, at ElizabethClamon.com, and that is my speaker and coaching page. You can go there and find out about um, my speaking, where I'm going to be speaking next. I've got um, about six or eight conferences lined up for next year. I've got, um, like I said, six books coming out. My book, Beauty Rising from Brokenness, is coming out November the 14th, and that's available at ElizabethClamon.com backslash beauty rising. Also just had a book come out last week, Voices of the 21st Century. It's a collection of stories from 30 women speakers and um, we hit international bestsellers. So I'm really excited and proud of that for my my first foray into writing. Um, you can find me at Clam and Natural Health also dot com and I am that's where I do my natural health coaching and I also have a blog on ways to heal naturally and um, you can find me on all the social media platforms under Elizabeth Clamon. Great, great. Well I want to thank you for you know taking the time today to join us. And again, uh, folks, we'd like to thank you, the audience that join us each and every week to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Again, um, we're wishing everyone a, a, a happy November and make this uh, month yeah. count as we round out 2018. And we know that 28 or December will be pretty much will be in the thick of the holidays. But again, you know, you know, tune in to listen to this show in its entirety. Again, it'll be available on demand later today. And you could again find it on the Voice American Influencers channel or at Sustainable Success or the Facebook page, Sustainable Success. 2017. We wish everyone uh, a great rest of your day and we'll be back next Thursday. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.